the Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. The call came late one Sunday night, just after 9.30 p.m. The woman cleared her throat, then left a brief message on my voicemail at work after I wrote an upbeat column. I just read your article in Sunday's paper, she said. I was born in the 1930s. My mother was unwed. I was put up for adoption, and I was adopted. I would have preferred that I would have been aborted because I never led a happy life. I'm quite sure there are many, many people out there that feel the same way I do. That was it. She hung up. I played the message over and over a few times to discern whether she sounded angry or hurt or both. The woman wished that she had never been born. She had lived for more than half a century at that time, and her life had never been happy. It made me wonder how she measured happiness. Hadn't she ever seen a glorious sunset spread across the horizon? How about hundreds of stars against a black sky? Had she never been kissed passionately? Did she ever ride a bike down a hill with the wind blowing through her hair? Or wade in a creek and squish the mud between her toes? Had she never made an angel in the snow, read a great novel, or won at gin rummy? Did she measure happiness in moments or in years? It had to be years. Perhaps she piled up all the years together and declared her life unhappy. Maybe she never got over feeling abandoned by her biological mother. Maybe the people who adopted her were unkind or abusive. But none of us, even those of us who got two parents right from the start and kept them, are guaranteed absolute, unconditional love and happiness. Life isn't like that. It's more exciting than that. We'd be miserable if we were happy all the time. It would be like having perpetual summer. We'd get bored with sunshine and blue skies every day of the year. That's why I love Ohio. We get the great mix of thunderstorms, blizzards, heat, autumn leaves, snowball fights. The truth is no one has an ideal life. But if everyone could throw their lives into a pile and trade, most people would grab their own back. I'd grab mine, with all its hurts and fears and desperate moments. I wouldn't want any less. Did the woman really think she was better off dead? She'd wish she'd never been born. I thought about Jimmy Stewart on that bridge in It's a Wonderful Life, ready to end it all, and how that goofy angel named Clarence showed him how the world would have sorely missed him. Maybe this woman had never done anything as dramatic as saving someone's life, but surely she had touched someone in all her years on the planet. And if she hadn't touched anyone, she could start now. I wanted to tell her to start life over. If your pain comes from unloving parents, get some counseling. Divorce your family. Create a new one with friends who love you. Volunteer somewhere to ease someone else's pain. I wanted to tell her to talk to God. And if God was a stranger or a mean being who judged her, get a new God. I wanted to tell her that even people with two parents who loved them fiercely and protected them always weren't always guaranteed happiness. No one's every dream is realized. And if it is, it's usually after life kicks them around a while. I wanted to tell her to kick life back. If she hated her job, get a new one, or at least a new attitude. If she was bored with her home, rearrange the furniture, paint a wall, knock one down. I wanted to tell her, rewrite your life, make it a do-over. Wipe the slate clean every day. Start with a fresh canvas in the morning 
and paint madly each day, without worry, without fear. But I couldn't tell her anything. The woman left no name, no phone number. Just a bit of her sadness behind, and an important message. Happiness is a choice. Sometimes it's one I don't make. I wallow in self-pity, fear, anger, or sadness. And when I find myself there, I stop and ask myself, Regina, do you want to be happy? Sometimes I surprise myself because the answer is no. But when I say that word no, it's crystal clear I'm choosing to be unhappy. My pity party doesn't last long because I know it's up to me when the party ends. Sometimes I end it by simply going to bed early. In the morning, I have a chance to be reborn, to give birth to myself. Who doesn't love a newborn? There's no judging a newborn. They're perfect as is. My friend Don Cousins, a Catholic priest, once ended a sermon with these words. We are not broken people who spend our lives mending. We are born whole and spend our lives discovering that. So why not discover your wholeness every day in the mirror? Claim your birthright. Discover the truth in that wonderful line from Isaiah. I have called you by name. I have carved you on the palm of my hand. You are mine. What do you see when you look in the mirror? I want to see what Jessica sees. She's that little girl made famous in a YouTube video years ago for jumping on her bathroom counter and shouting affirmations in the mirror. In Jessica's daily affirmation, the five-year-old with wild curly hair stands on the bathroom counter clad in pajamas, feet straddling the sink, as she gives a pep talk to the mirror. She says, my whole house is great. I can do anything. I like my school, I like my dad, I like my cousins, I like my aunts, I like my mom, I like my sisters. She gets on a roll, pumping her little fists. I like my hair, I like my haircuts, I like my pajamas, I like my stuff, I like my room, I like my whole house. Then she claps her hands, as if she's ready to tackle the world. My whole house is great, I can do anything good. She says as she climbs off the counter, past a potty chair and a tub full of toys. Yeah, 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 I can do anything good, better than anyone. Who doesn't want to feel that great every morning? Some might think reciting affirmations is the silly stuff of Al Franken's character, Stuart Smalley, on Saturday Night telling himself, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. But the truth is, research shows happiness is an inside job. Life circumstances account for just 10% of our happiness. The rest, it's up to you. So every morning, look in the mirror, and affirm the miracle that you are right now and give birth to a new you. Then choose joy, step into this brand new day and watch what happens. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me and hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration in my newsletter. Thanks again for listening. Now go make something possible. Mm-hmm.